Welcome back to Behind Design. I'm your host, Rachel Pesso, and I'm excited to have my good friend, Carrie Kenzie, here today. But first, Carrie, can you please introduce yourself and let people know what you do? I really want people to get an idea of how you help people. Oh my gosh, absolutely. My name is Carrie Kenzie, as Rachel had mentioned. I am a keynote speaker. I am a podcast host. My podcast is Curiosity, Clarity, Empowerment. I work with successful, soul-driven women who have found themselves navigating in the wilderness and in knowing that there is a path to take, but unsure of the direction to go. So I really help them to be able to peel away the layers of chaos and constraints that they have gained over the course of a lifetime in order to find the clarity so they can move forward empowered in their journey and in their purpose. Love that. And your work is so powerful. Honestly, working with you has taught me so much. And I'd love to let people know a little bit background of how we know each other. We've been working together for a while, but also for a um, number of years. Yeah, it was before the pandemic. But trying to think of how long that's actually been almost like which iteration of me did you begin with? Yes. So when we first met, we actually both were part of a mastermind called Super Connector Media. And that's where we actually Mm -hmm. met. And we were both, were you at the Unfair Advantage Live event? Did we actually meet in person? We did. We did, right? Yeah. 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 And then we just obviously became friends. We started working together and it's just been beautiful since then. Flash forward to today, we actually just launched your new website about a month ago, I would say. Yeah. Because time's been flying so fast. I really Mm -hmm. can't even keep track of one month feels like three sometimes. What I really would love to hear more about is when we first did your website and the difference to where Mm -hmm. you are now. So really diving into the evolution of your brand and the version of you Mm -hmm. when we first did your website back in your first iteration of you. Tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about where you were in your brand at that time. I know it was a while ago, but I'm sure you could remember some of the big things that changed from then till now. Yeah. It has been an evolution of me over the course of the past few years, which I think is really what the world collectively is navigating at this point. There's just such a continued evolution or a deep dive dig into our own identities and really peeling away the layers of who we are so that we can fully understand those missions and those conversations and what it is that we are meant to bring forward into this world. So if I go back to the very first time that you and I had worked together, I literally am unrecognizable to myself, though I felt like in those moments, I knew the path that I was to be taking. Now, the conversation that I have had not changed. When we began the website, I would say I knew to a degree of the conversation. We had really showcased the experience that I had in Boston, having been a survivor of the attack that happened at the finish line in 2010. There was a lot of conversation around that experience and the chronic illnesses that came on the back end of that and how I transformed over the course of a number of years into the coach that I had become and all of the healing that needed to happen in order to put me on that path. I had just recently exited beautifully from my own marketing agency that I owned. I sold that at the beginning of 2019. And so I stepped out of what I would say is like that corporate world mindset or identity. And I was really struggling to a degree to come out as that full authentic me. There were still pieces that were being held and constrained and playing safe because that's just really what we do in a corporate world. 
it took a lot to, again, peel that away. So while we had the colors and I knew the style that I was going for, and we knew it needed to be a little bit edgy, Mm -hmm. it didn't truly encapsulate or speak the truth that I know that the brand and the website showcase today. Yes. I'm so happy you brought that up because I think a lot of people can really resonate with that. A lot of the times we start Mm -hmm. with that, let's figure out our colors and our visuals and get those photos done. But then when we really Mm -hmm. dive deep into the message and the experience that we're creating in our brands, it doesn't always translate exactly how we think it would. So depending on who worked on your brand before me and the conversations and the the way that it all transitioned could have been a totally different one of what mine was. Yeah. And then obviously it really is a tug and pull between the person that's mm-hmm. helping you create your brand and the person who is the brand or building the brand. I always like to share this because people really think sometimes that it's just this really easy, magical experience. And although that's my intention for everybody, but Normally, it doesn't start that way (laughs) because it's a lot we have to let go of or step into, as you mentioned. And I think, too, just to pinpoint and highlight on something that you just said, it's the interpretation of you versus it being the essence of you. And in the beginning, it was a lot of interpretation of me because I didn't understand me. In building a brand or in building a legacy business or in defining what that purpose or mission is for you in life, the underlier in all of that is truly the essence of you. And what we tend to do is we tend to come at it from a completely backwards direction, Mm -hmm. right? Which is initially, honestly, how I came to you. I thought I had an understanding, didn't. I was still leaning very heavily on others' interpretation of what it is that I did in order to be able to put that out into the world. Whereas if you take that deep dive in, and really understand that essence and that identity, that true authenticity of you, and then move forward into strategy, everything is going to flow so much more easily. And you're going to be happy with the outcome. That's when you and I can sit down and have a conversation and be like, hey, this is where I need to be. And this is the conversation I need to have. And this is what feels really good to me. Yeah. And then you get to take it and go, ah, And it allows your creative juices to flow in a completely different way because now you're not having to try and figure out me as well as create the branding for me. So I really wish there was this complete flip in the business building, coaching, strategy, laying out process. Yeah, it is. And it's quite in depth. And obviously people have all different processes for this type of thing, building a brand, creating a website, whether it's your visual identity or your actual website. In this case, it was all of it. And not only did we take what you had, but we elevated it. And we also connected Mm -hmm. emotional feelings to it. And we really honed into user experience. And I want to bring that up because it makes a really big difference in how people interpret your brand and how they interact with it. We spent so much Mm -hmm. time going through all the nuances in the design, if you guys go to to the website, you'll see it's a beautiful website, but there's so much intention behind everything we did on that site, not just the copy, but also where we place things, the order of everything. And I think, again, that's so important to remember because a lot of the times people think design is the magical stuff that you just sprinkle on and it's just this beautiful visual experience. And the truth is it has all the other parts. And we know you spent so much time in your copy. You really refined that multiple times throughout the years. Even now, if we flash forward to your recent launch, it was like 
the copy was such a focus for you because you really wanted to make sure that it was fully representing who you were, but also really connected Mm -hmm. to the emotions that you have about your brand. And that's always a question that I loved for my guests to share is, does your brand feel like your dream brand now? Is it really something that feels fully encompassing of who you are? It does. And here's the thing that I would say even into that, and especially from a content writing standpoint, it feels very authentic to me. It feels like me. But I think in addition to that, the audience has the ability to be able to feel and see themselves in it. So when I go back and I look at, and I will continue to look at my copy, nothing is ever stagnant or sitting in one position because everything is an evolution. And so are the audience, the readers, the website visitors who are coming to partake of your world. And they want to be able to feel, see, sense, and see themselves as part of that. This, I also think, is another layer too, where a lot of times I'm going to have the conversation with you because it's a conversation I want to have. When I talk about in the beginning, we talked a lot about the Boston experience. And yes, that's still a piece of my journey at the core element of creating me in the way that I am today, but I had to take it and look at it from a visitor standpoint, go, what do they need to know? Yeah. What do they need to hear? What do they need to see? And so that does feed into that overall user experience. And yes, it is gorgeous. It is absolutely beautiful, but it is also incredibly intentional. Yeah. And that's where I lean heavily into your expertise. I don't understand. I just know how I want them to feel and I know how I want them to navigate through it. But you had to put the pieces into place to go, this is where it makes sense. And this is what we need to do. And there were moments when you pushed back on me and you were like, yeah, does it make sense? And here's why. And I'd go, oh, okay. I just needed that explained. It's finding that balance in the understanding, but leaning heavily on the expertise of those who understand that back end. Yeah, super great point. And also, it's so interesting, because a lot of the times I'm in my own process that I don't pull outside and be like, Oh, yeah, that is how this all happens. But really, part of the reason why my podcast is called behind design is that there is so much behind the design. And really, Mm -hmm. we dive deep into not just feelings, but the user experience and focusing on the user and collaboration in this process is so huge. I could not Mm -hmm. come up with the solution without you. Your brand, it's your essence, it's your feelings that we're trying to help Mm -hmm. people tap into. A lot of the work is getting to know the people that you're working with, is getting to really immerse myself in your brand and your energy. And I know you're big on energy as well. Just us being able to connect and learn more about each other. It helps us be able to create at a higher level. I really do believe in that. Uh Yeah, it just brings it to the next level. I love that you shared a lot about the evolution of your brand. Even with the iteration of your brand that was just a few months ago, I'm sure there's already parts of you that are thinking three years in advance from now. I know for some people, it's super overwhelming. They're like, I just redid my whole site. I don't want to think about the next version of me. But the truth is, it's going to just organically happen anyway, because we're constantly evolving. I just launched my site a few months ago. And here I am on my own podcast, which I didn't even think about at all a few months ago. We're always changing, refining our message. And so our brands continue to move with us. Sometimes I wish that we would have these conversations even earlier on when we were first Mm -hmm. in it we don't talk about evolution as much. And that's come to the front of my mind here, Mm -hmm. because imagine if we can talk about it and build your website from the place of where are we growing into? And we do that, but Mm -hmm. we don't always Mm -hmm. talk about it. So I love to hear about what you're growing into because 
I think people can learn a lot about how your brand evolves. And a lot of the times there's people that are listening today that are exactly where you were a few months ago, or maybe they're in the next phase where you're dreaming up. So I'd Mm -hmm. love to share more Mm -hmm. about that. First, I want to go back to something that you had said, because I find this is so key and important. I think it's such a hot point that does need to be spoken at. I'm not in the design world as you are any longer. However, when you mentioned energy, this is huge. First and foremost, when people are looking at building a brand, building a website, there needs to be an energetic connection with a person who is helping you to bring that brand to life because you can feel the essence of that when you go and you visit a website. People don't understand that's truly how we communicate is really in the energy. When you look at that iteration of you and the consistent change and evolving of you, to have a website that sits stagnant for a year, two years, three years, is going to provide the audience with a completely different energy and essence than where you are in your current moment. I think you do have to consistently be looking at how does this need to shift and change? What is the little element that I need to tweak in order to make sure that I'm coming through this in the most beautiful way, in a connected way? And I say that because I know this evolution of AI is huge. And I do think there's components that are beneficial, but I also think I don't want us to lose the essence of us and the presence of us, no matter where we show up online. Yeah. And I think that speaking to your point about AI, a lot of people are using that as a tool and they're turning off their own energetic connection to what they're creating. Because when you put it into a computer and say, what do you think? I always use it as an example, like the friend who asked 10 people what they think that they should do. And then you're so confused now because you asked 10 people and- For me, I learned that early on. If I go external, it's really hard for me then to go back internal and decide this is the right direction for me. So Mm -hmm. same with building your brand and with marketing and sales and putting yourself out there online. It has to be connected to who you really are, the authentic piece, because otherwise people can feel that. They even can sense like this feels similar. I've seen this somewhere, even Uh, though they might not know. Not just that, but you can actually sense and feel the AI generated video or the Mm. AI generated audio or right. It just, it has a completely different feel to it. And I think in a lot of cases, because it's done, it can be done so well, right? People aren't going to understand what it is that they're being turned off by when they go and they visit your content, if it happens to be AI generated, but that's what they're being turned off by. They're just not going to equate it with, oh, it's because it's AI versus, oh, it's this individual. Yeah. I sent a newsletter out earlier today and I said, look, you guys have been gone absent from this space for about four weeks. But I was a deep dive in into mm-hmm. my own universe elements yeah. that were thrown in front of me. I could have thrown out an AI generated newsletter, but I wanted you to have me. I want to bring that up as well. But I do know, back to your question, <laughs> as for, as it pertains to like the next steps, we had, and we've already talked about like some of the things that are coming down the road. When I started, I was a coach. That was it. Yeah, I was working one-on-one with individuals and that's really all the website communicated. Then I was speaking. It was like, oh, we don't have any of that showcase on the website anywhere, right? We need to put the speaking things in. I don't even know if my own podcast was the highlight of let's make sure this is included when we started, yeah. but it sure came into play real quick. Yeah. So it's then it was the coaching, then it was the speaking and then the podcast. And now I'm in the process of writing a book mm-hmm. and working on my TEDx talk and many courses. So all of those different elements, we threw it out all onto the table and said, these are things that 
think I want to do. And I know we don't have an author page currently set. It's there in the background. So we built the whole website to be able to continue to grow as each different element of me continued to grow. It's like having that big, broad vision of what ultimately do I want to be doing? Am I doing that in this particular moment? No, but I at least need to understand the path and the trajectory there so we can build in the pieces that get me there. Because maybe somewhere, if I want to be speaking, maybe I'm not in this moment, but maybe there's hints of things that could be put on the website kind of lead people to think maybe I could do that. Oh my God, definitely. Until we get to that space. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. A lot of the times, even when people are really just starting out, they don't have all the pieces. And I remember even on your first iteration of your website, we did not have any speaking images really at all. We used a photo from like a theater where you were on a stage and we were like, this works. We're going to help people see that this is where I want to be. I'm not actually there yet. (laughs) I'm not actually having the photos or having the content that I want to help send the message. But the truth is you find ways to make things work. When someone looks at your website, they don't see all the things that you don't have. They see all the things you do have and they get to see and experience what you share with them. They go on your site now and they see your speaker. They see you have a podcast. They see that you help people. They get to experience all of those pieces at once. And that's truly the power of having your brand online. So I guess one thing I want to shift to is what do you think made the biggest impact for you when it comes to creating your brand? Obviously, you've always had a website. You've always had probably some of your branding elements. But now having this version of your website, what do you think's created the biggest impact for you? It's a hard question. No, it's not a hard question. <laughs> I'm like, can I really answer the question? Like, at the end of the day, that just has to be it. So at some point, you just have to let go of what everybody else is expecting you to do. And everybody else's desire for what your brand should be or any of the guidance that you have received from other people who have similar paths who things that you should be doing it this way. Mm. You literally have to just not care anymore and go after the thing that you need to go after. Rachel, we've had this conversation. I can't tell you how many times I have been told not to talk about trauma. And this has been going on since 2020. Every single time, I will tell you, every single time somebody has told me not to talk about trauma, they give great reasonings for it. And the best coaches are going to be awesome. And, oh, you don't want to do that because of this. Mm-hmm. Every time that has happened, it has thrown me off course every single time. And then every single time I come back into that realignment of who I am and of what the conversation is that I know needs to be had in this world, everything needs to flow that much more easily. So at the end of the day, you have to just stop caring. Yeah. And you have to step into the fullness of who you are. Think about it in this way. And I know sometimes if we can take things out of the context of a website, because a website can be right. big and bold, it's showing up to a mastermind event. It is showing up to a conference. If I feel like walking in ripped up jeans and boots and a jacket and everybody else is showing up in pantsuits, I'm going to show up in the freaking ripped up jeans Yeah, because that's me. That's how I want to show up in the world. So I think we just have to look at it And what's the outfit you want to wear? How do you want to be seen? How do you want to feel when you walk into that room? How do you want to feel when your website is placed out? Yeah, 100%. Do you think that having a strong visual brand helped you say, I don't care anymore? I'm just going to do me? No, I had to not care in order to have the strong visual brand. Yeah, cool. It did. Rachel, we've built beautiful websites. We really have. We've had some incredible websites. But I think this one now feels so close, so essential to me in the conversation that I want to have 
that it it completely changes the way that I show up in the world. Love that. Because it, it's your business card. It's a thing that goes out in front of you. Yep. So you can have the colors and you can have the fonts and you can have all of those things. And I get it. I have people compliment me all the time. You have the most gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous website. I'm like, yeah, I know. And like you said, you can have a gorgeous website, but is it working for you? Is it doing the thing you want it to do? But you got to stop caring. Yeah. And then it will. Exactly. I love that message. It's really important. And I will say for some people it will feel different. Some people think they need the strong visual brand behind them to have the confidence. I've talked to tons of people about this where they're like, until I had the website, until I had the photos, I didn't feel I could put myself out there. And that's why I love asking the question because for some, it will be, this is a really important step for me to get to my next step. But for others, it's going to be different. And I love hearing the differences and the nuances around this because it's all our own experience. And there is no is. freaking right or wrong way. It is just the way that works for you and works for your brand. We just want to help people put their message out there, be connected to their audience and really create the impact that they want. And so whatever way that you have to do that, if you take anything away from this podcast, like just do what you want. And both you and I can speak to that. We've been in the entrepreneur space for uh, quite a long time. And it's easy to get wrapped up in the paths that people tell you to go down because it's just Mm -hmm. like the way for them or the way that works and speaking right to your story. It feels a lot more difficult to follow your own path when there's so much noise in the space. So that's why all of our tuning in and our own rituals and practices around keeping in Mm -hmm. with our energy and stuff is so important. I am excited that we got to share that. Yeah. So what's next? I know you mentioned something about a book, but I'd love to hear about what you're leaning into now with your podcast. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. You're going to love this. Yes. I love doing the podcast. It is incredible. I do a combination of things. So I will interview guests, And I'm I'm very specific on the kind of interviews that I do because it feeds into the whole essence of me and the mission that I have in this world is to really work with high achieving, successful type A women, because that's the realm that I sit in, (laughs) in order to be able to peel away the layers and understand curiosity and come at it from such a different angle that within that curiosity, they can find clarity. Because in that clarity, that's where we get to move forward boldly in our journey. It's that ability to be able to tap into and know your own inner wisdom. We already know the steps that we need to take people, like the strategies. You can go out and read 17 books on how to build a business, (laughs) and it's going to tell you the way to do it. But this is why we keep chasing it, because we don't allow ourselves the moment to get super curious, provide space for the clarity to pop up so that we can shift Mm -hmm. and change and move forward completely confident in a totally different way. It's really an essence of understanding that the foundation on which we stand is us and it's not everything that we had built ourselves on in our lifetime. That's really the conversation of curiosity, clarity, empowerment. And then beyond that, it's speaking, it's bringing my story to life, but it's not just the story. That's the element, the piece that I needed to get out from underneath is understanding the essence of me, not just the story. So I can tell you about Boston and I I can have the conversation about being at a finish line and the tremendous journey that took me on over the course of a number of years. But what it was really teaching me is that at the end of the day, I'm the foundation, I'm the value, I'm the worth. 
I'm what I stand on. And when I understand that I am really the provision, I'm the security, I'm the stability, then I no longer have to lean on that outside of me. Yeah. Because when I lean on it outside of me, that's when the rug get, get pulled out from underneath me. It's a whole perspective and conversation that needs to happen. The interesting part when it comes to building a brand is we have all these different arms of our brand. They're extensions of it. When yeah. you meet somebody, they get a piece of your brand. When they go to your website, they get a full overview. And then from there, it's your speaker. And if you write a book, you're an author. You're a podcaster. Yep. So these are all extensions of our brand. How has that experience been for you? Do they feel different? It's a conversation that might be a little bit different. So yes. when I'm speaking on a stage into a corporation, I'm having a little bit different taste of the conversation based on the leaders that I am speaking to in that moment. If I'm on my podcast, it's a little bit different flavor of a conversation because now I'm speaking more directly one-on-one yep. -on -one in a conversation with these high achieving type A successful women. If I'm working one-on-one, -on -one, I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching. That's going to be another kind of taste or element conversation that happens. If there's ever like a, what do I do in this moment? It's okay. Which conversation is coming through for this medium? And that's the piece that needs to be understood because of course your audience is different. As I'm writing my book, I'm looking at it because every conversation you have has to put that audience member first. What is it that they need to hear? How do they need the fields are walking through this? Yeah. And you understand that you're having the same conversation, just tastes a little bit different. Yeah, that's a great point. And everyone's different. Some people's podcasts are a totally different persona sometimes. Oh, <laughs> and I love, yes. I actually love that about brands, having the variety and being able to potentially be someone different or show a different side of yourself, because it is true. I work one-on-one -on -one with people, but when I'm podcasting, there's like, totally different side of me that might come through here. Maybe some more of my humor. And I think yeah. it's fun. It's fun to lean into that. I yeah. love asking those types of questions just to find out how it feels for you because I think everyone's different. And again, having the understanding around this so we don't feel uncomfortable because mm -hmm. it is uncomfortable sometimes. You're stepping into a different oh area gosh. or I'm sure you feel all sorts of things when you step onto a stage. That part is so fascinating about brands and how they transfer to each type of equation that we're in. Yeah. Oh my gosh, for sure. Yeah. I'm so excited that we had this conversation. I feel so happy that I get to be a part of your future and building your brand and ah. just what is upcoming and next. Yeah. And will you let everybody know where they can connect with you online if they want to reach out or if they want to keep up with your podcast? And you mentioned that a few times and we'll obviously drop it yeah. in the show notes. You got to check the website out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Definitely. Come out and check out carriedkenzie.com. But in addition to that, I'm pretty heavily focused on Instagram and LinkedIn. So if you go to Carrie Kenzie on either of those platforms, you're going to find me there. Uh, we can continue a conversation. Curiosity, Clarity, Empowerment is the podcast. And I would say that in this moment is the thing I'm feeding myself more intently into because it's new. It's fun. I love the conversations and being able to bring that content forward on a weekly basis. Those are the places that you Amazing. can find. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could download, follow, and leave me a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred platform. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And remember, the best way to create a brand you love is to be yourself 